thank you, thank you, thank you. Do we have any more requests? Maybe it's cold outside. Yeah. I think we can make that happen. Who wants to take the duet? In the new Netflix rom-com Love Hard, Josh volunteers to sing a duet with his girlfriend, his pretend girlfriend, actually, Natalie. Natalie and I got this one, Dad. Huh? The two are out caroling with his family in snowy Lake Placid. <laughs> Over my cold, dead, lifeless body. I'm not singing that. That is like the sexual assault theme song. Natalie refuses at first to sing that Christmas song because, you know, it's that song. The one in which a man is possibly pressuring a woman into spending the night. But Josh has an idea. <laughs> Look, this is what I'm going to do, okay? No. You just do your part. I'm going to change my lyrics so the song doesn't sound so uh, <laughs> rapey. Fine, let's just get this over with. Dad, hit it. I really can't stay. No problem, there's the door. I've got to go away. I hear you say no more. This evening has been totally consensual. So very nice. I hope you get home safe tonight. My mother will. Stop. It's become fashionable in recent years to alter the lyrics of Baby It's Cold Outside to make them less rapey, as the character Josh put it. Others have pushed back, however. The song, they claim, is about a desirous woman battling not the unwanted advances of her date, but the unsolicited judgment of society. Hey, baby, where you going? I really can't but stay. But, baby, it's cold outside. I'm Got Anna Khalid. On this episode of Banished, outside. The Bother with Baby. So happy that you dropped so in. very nice. I'll hold your hands. The song was written in 1944 as a song that Frank Lesser and his wife originally sang at a housewarming party. Chris Willman is a longtime music journalist currently at Variety. Kind of like, the night's about to end, we're about to kick you out, and here's a song about whether to stay or whether to go. Wow, I would have loved to be at that party. <laughs> oh, yeah. And apparently they performed it over a period of years to the point that when it was licensed for a film in 1949, Frank Lester's wife resented it. She may have been joking, but she was resentful that it was no longer their private thing because they were such a hit on the party circuit with it. Baby, make my conscience your guy. really can't stay. Baby, don't hold out. Oh, but it's cold outside. The song existed in private for five years, sung only by Lesser and his wife, Lynn Garland. The two made one of the very first recordings of the song, which we're listening to now. The answer is but baby, it's cold outside. Baby was evocative of the holidays. It was redolent of cigarettes and booze. And yes, it was sexually suggestive. And it was our song. That's Lynn Garland from the documentary Heart and Soul, the life and music of Frank Lesser. And uh, we became but the most desired guests at parties from coast to coast. And we never failed to slam. Garland recalled once that parties were built around our being the closing act. You've really been I thrill when you touch my hand. But don't you see? How can you do this thing to There's me? Bound to be it was merely the opening act, however, for the song itself. Baby was such a sensation at private gatherings that Lesser worked it into his score for the 1949 movie Neptune's Daughter. 
This would be the very first time anyone heard the song outside of someone's living room. And when it went public in 1949, it kind of exploded. Immediately, people started covering it. My favorite version of the song by Johnny Mercer and Margaret Whiting. Mm-hmm. I think that was the biggest hit anyone had with it that year. I really can't but stay. But baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. But baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been, been hoping that you drop so in. very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like My ice. mother will No fewer than 10 separate recordings were made in 1949 alone. Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, Doris Day, Dina Shaw, they all put their stamp on the song. But the version you're probably most familiar with is the one that Chris Wilman prefers. The one you hear on adult contemporary radio stations every December when they switch over to an all-holiday format. The classic recording by Johnny Mercer and Margaret Whiting. Like starlight to break the spell. I'll take your hand. <gasps> your hair looks I swell. ought to say no, no, Mind no, I, I like it partly because it sounds like 1949. It really puts you in that era where these people are really playing out these roles. I think when people do modern versions, it sounds kind of ridiculous because you don't really buy it that they have to go through this dance. It's coming through the same radio where we hear all these incredibly sexually, not just suggestive, but explicit songs. And so it's hard to hear modern singers and still have that sense of reserve and that there are these restrictions on what they have to go through. And for some reason, the sexual heat seems more intensified to me when it sounds like it's happening in that era. Johnny Mercer sounds horny when he's doing it. Yeah. (laughs) And Margaret Whiting, too. And then, you know, when you hear... uh, Willie Nelson and Nora Jones doing it, (laughs) it's just not the same. And that's precisely the question for many modern listeners of the song. It may be apparent that Mercer feels the sexual heat, but what about Margaret Whiting? Is she feeling it too? That all depends on how you choose to interpret the lyrics, or in the case of Neptune's daughter, what you choose to see on the screen. You know, on second thought... Yes? I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. In the 1949 movie, Ricardo Montalban repeatedly tugs at the arm of Esther Williams. He pulls her gently back onto the couch and even removes her hat and stole when she puts them on to leave. To 21st century sensibilities, this pas de deux can seem more predatory than playful. But that's Probably not the way audiences viewed it 70-plus years ago when Baby won Best Original Song at the 22nd Academy Awards. The winner is Frank Lester for Baby is Cold Outside. Ladies and gentlemen. That was Cole Porter presenting Lesser with his one and only Oscar for a song that stumbled from parlor to parlor on the party circuit, into the motion pictures, and onto your Spotify holiday playlist. Or maybe you've deleted it from the playlist because... It's that song, Chris Wilman. And I never imagined it being controversial in my naivete. And then I remember going to an Amy Mann Christmas show sometime in the early 2000s, I think. Mm -hmm. And she was having a dialogue on stage with a comedian. And they started talking about how, quote unquote, rapey the song was. And why doesn't anybody notice that? Comically taking off on some of the more sort of possibly predatorial aspects that people might pick up on in the song. And then all of a sudden, in the late 2000s, this becomes a serious topic of debate. And that kind of shocked me, how seriously people were taking 
the idea that the song was quote-unquote rapey. A Bay Area radio station has now yanked the song from its airwaves. We won't be hearing it on WDOK in Cleveland. Mm. The radio station has decided to pull the song from their playlist. You know, it's a sweet, flirty, fun uh, holiday song. Is it a song. song about Christmas or creepy behavior? That's the debate that has led radio station KOIT to ban a popular holiday tune from the airwaves. And you know what? It's giving people yet another thing to disagree about. Really, in the late 2000s was when it reached peak controversy with radio stations suddenly mm. banning it. The CBC said they were taking it off the air in Canada. There were stations in San Francisco and Denver and somewhere else that said... We're getting rid of the song. But certainly there were lots of serious essays being written, too, from a feminist perspective about how times have changed. People need to recognize that the song celebrates sexual coercion. And then there was the backlash to the backlash from people like me <laughs> saying, no, the song is not what you think it is or what you've come to believe it is. It's actually very feminist, very sex positive, to use kind of a corny term. According to Chris Willman and other fans of the song, it's a mistake to interpret the song as if it were written today. Not only is that ahistorical, it's simply incorrect. The song doesn't mean what many think it means. People who read it as a date rape song would seize on things like, what's in this drink? Mm. As if the guy had placed a drug in her drink, which is a very contemporary reading because nobody was talking about date rape drugs in 1949. And the you know real interpretation of the lyric is that it's just a strong drink. But reading further into it, she's trying to pass off the excuse for her own sexual desire onto these things like, it must be the alcohol affecting me. But she is the one saying, maybe just a cigarette more or maybe half a drink more. It's really about her putting up every excuse she can think of for why people might not think it was right that she spent the night. You know, one of the key lines to me is, I ought to say, no, no, no. Mm. And she's not saying, I want to say, no, no, no. It's, I ought to. Just in that word choice alone, I think you understand where the song is coming from, circa 1949. Those expectations of society. I really can't stay. But baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. But baby, it's cold outside. In the mid-1940s, the idea that a woman would desire casual sex was taboo. For her to say as much explicitly would be deemed prurient by network censors, and so Lesser had no choice but to employ subtext. In the version that you're listening to now, also recorded in 1949, you hear Ella Fitzgerald chafing at the double standard when her reputation as a lady would be ruined if word got out that she stayed the night. Meanwhile, Lewis Jordan is free to plead his case for a one-night stand. I really can't stay. Betty, it's cold outside. Lesser uses musical counterpoint to underscore that Baby is more conversation than conquest. It's a technique you may recall from his opening number to Guys and Dolls. But his mastery of it is evident in the brilliant 1961 recording of Baby by Ray Charles and Betty Carter. Here, Carter emerges from the stifling hypocrisy of the 1950s onto the cusp of a more liberated decade. Both Charles and Carter are softly stepping onto each other's toes as they negotiate their roles and desires. 
beautiful. Please don't hurry. Why don't you put some records on while I pour? And the neighbors might think that it is bad out there. Say what's in this dream? No cabs to be had out there. Carter is perhaps weary of having to pretend and, without her friends and family fretting and finger wagging, might make known her own sexual appetite. That's what Lady Gaga did when she and Joseph Gordon-Levitt gender-swapped their parts back in 2013 on the Muppets Holiday Spectacular. This evening is so happy that you so dropped it. Oh, hold your hands, they feel like But Gaga wasn't the first woman to bear her libido in the song. The woman who helped popularize the song, Zoe mm-hmm. Deschanel in Elf, yeah. she's part of a duo called uh, She and Him. They introduced it into their repertoire when they made a Christmas album, and they're doing a tour this year, where they did a role reversal on the song. I think that's all right. I mean, there's a tradition of doing a role reversal with the song. It goes back to the original movie, Neptune's Daughter. Correct. Where first you see Ricardo Montalban and Esther Williams doing it the way you know it. And then there's a more comedic reprise where uh, Red Skelton and I believe Betty Garrett do it. And she's virtually attacking him to the point that it almost (laughs) seems really predatorial (laughs) in that regard. I really can't but stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening I've been, been hoping that you'd drop so me. very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like My I'm mother will start to worry. But then to hear Zoe Deschanel say that the only way they could do the song on the Christmas tour was to do the role reversal made me kind of sad. For those who find Baby creepy, a role reversal it turns out, is not the only way to perform the song. I said at the beginning that it's become fashionable in recent years to simply rewrite the song. In 2016, Lydia Liza and Josiah Lemansky performed their updated lyrics on the Minnesota radio station, The Current. I really can't stay Baby, I'm fine with that I've got to go away Baby, I'm cool with that This evening has been you get home so very nice I'm glad you had a real good time My mother will start to worry Call her so she knows that you're And coming. father will be pacing the floor Better get your car a So really I'd better scurry Take your time should I use the front or back door? Which one are you pulling towards? The video of this performance has been viewed well over a million times on YouTube alone. And that romantic comedy, Love Hard, the one in which Josh changes the lyrics to make them seem less rapey, that's been showing up on lists of the year's best Christmas movies. Have a drink more. Slow down, that's quite a pour. The neighbors might think it's just my old friend Troy. Say, what's in this drink? It's just lemon LaCroix. <laughs> I wish I knew how to take a hint to break the spell. Do you know how to spell farewell? How to say no, no, I'll no. I'll call you when over their clothes. At least I'm gonna say that. I feel like you're not trying at all. I really can't stay. Well, maybe just go out. Maybe just go outside. 
these rewritten versions are admittedly clever and funny, but I confess to Chris Woolman that the controversy took me quite by surprise. And in part, I should say, it's because of where I come from. You know, I come from Pakistan and I've grown up with Bollywood films, Bollywood films of, you know, 70s and 80s. And in that time period, any kind of explicit reference to sex or sexual encounter or desire was, of course, not considered socially acceptable. Hence, all these songs in Bollywood films, that's their purpose. It's to be suggestive. And this trope of one of them saying, stay, usually the guy, and the girl saying, no, I must go because look at what the world will say if I stay, is so commonplace in Bollywood. Have we gone to the other extreme where we've lost the sense of what constitutes romance by overemphasizing the need for explicit consent and reading everything through that lens? That's funny. That comes up when people have done rewritten lyrics where they're emphasizing consent. And I think initially that was done satirically, like at every turn, the guy is saying, well, yeah, maybe you should go. <laughs> Get out of here. I'll call. Sure, I'll call Uber. And I thought that was a funny take on it. But then you see people seriously rewriting it. And first off, the song is hilarious. Let's just say that. It's a comedic song. And when you're going to take the comedy out of it, along with the dance of seduction or agreement or whatever is happening and say, would you sign this contract, please? You know, it's, <laughs> there's not much of a song at that point. Um, you know, it's such a masterpiece, really, of songwriting. The way the rhyme scheme happens between the, the two different parts simultaneously back and forth, you know, it's very sophisticated as a duet. To take all that away and, and say that nothing is important about the rhymes or the themes or the general tone of the song is really to lose the point. You know, it holds such a unique place in the Christmas canon, even though it's not a Christmas song, because it is flirty and racy. And you just hear so much Christmas music that is not really about romance, or if it is, it's extremely schmaltzy. To hear two people come on who are suddenly expressing real feelings in these very funny and literate lyrics, there's nothing else on the radio like it. There's nothing that funny or that sexy in the Christmas music canon, and so even the people that think they should be offended by it can't bring themselves to get rid of it. And that's perhaps the song's single greatest contradiction. Why hold on to it at all if we have to censor it? And yet, there it is, year after year. More than 450 covers of the song and counting. Role reversals and rewrites and translations, including this Danish language recording that is among the very oldest from 1949. If you liked what you heard today, Help us spread the word and support our work here at Booksmart Studios. Become a paying subscriber and you will get access to full interviews, bonus segments, written columns and more. Don't forget to rate what you've heard here today on whichever platform you listen on and leave us a comment so we know what you think. Our success here at Booksmart depends as much on you as on us. 
Banished is produced by Matthew Schwartz and Mike Volo. And I, as always, am Amna Khalid.